Hi, and welcome to Real Trail Talk. I am Donovan D'Souza from The Long Ways Better. And I'm Mark Pybus from The Life of Pi. And I'm Bonnie. From Friendly Drop Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so last week, or last episode, we had a whopping one trail to talk about. So this episode, we thought we'd balance that out by talking about 20 all at the same time. Yes, this is going to be a marathon, so we're on a timer. But it's gonna... also a sprint as well. <laughs> We've got so many to get through. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Shire of Kalamunda series of trails. So if you're familiar with Perth hiking, chances are you've probably done one or ten of them. And without them, we'd really be quite lost in terms of quantity. Yeah, I think uh, some of them, as we'll discuss, do quality, maybe not so much. The quality level might be higher without them, but the delivery of trails would be way lower without them. Indeed. So we'll start straight away by going into one that none of us have done, the Alan Anderson Walk. Yeah, so this is one that I've really wanted to do, mainly because of the comedy of it, because it's on a former tip site, and it was recently closed because sinkholes were opening. (laughs) You know, that to me just screams quality. Uh, I imagine Scrappy Jarrah being the predominant thing there. Yeah. Anyone else? Um, yeah, so <laughs> I've often scheduled this in as a walk, uh, but just ran out of time or just didn't want to do it. But yeah, being on a former tip, it interests me what it's going to be like. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm the same. I always have that as something to do at the end of another walk, but I never seem to get around to it. Yeah. But I, I must say, some other walks have tip-like things along them, like old cars and white goods. I think so that's maybe a, it's not so different. It's a trademark of the Kalamunda <laughs> trails. Oh, they're not, they're not that bad. Yeah, so I'm thinking this one's probably down at the Channel 10 scale of things rather than the Pipe Gully. But yeah, if you've uh, hiked it before, let us know so we can fill in the, the gap of the one trail that neither of us has actually hiked. Yeah, it could be beautiful. It might have good wildflowers. Yeah, I think in spring it might be good. Okay, so Bickley Reservoir. Don, this is the one that you've done, and Bonnie and I haven't. And you rate this one quite highly. Yeah, I do. I think it's a really good short walk that makes use of what's there. And also, it even has a bridge over the brook. You know, you kind of don't expect it, because I've I've walked through this area a lot doing the Mason and Bird Heritage Trail, which we'll get to, and didn't know this existed. And then one day, I went and had a look and went, oh, this is interesting. This is a little trail going this way. And... I then didn't think about it for a number of years, and then I did it last year, and I was really impressed. So it goes up the um, up the valley, and goes through areas where there's a lot of wandu. And if you time it right, I think this is very much one of those walks that, if you do it in late winter, early spring, you get the best of both worlds. You get the wildflowers, and you get the the brook flowing as well. So definitely recommend it at that time of year. Excellent. Uh, next one on the list is the Carmel Walk, and we've also included the Catamorta because it passes through here. So I'm the only one to have done this one. I just did it recently, and I would rate it actually quite highly, but more because of the atmospheric conditions I got. It was very hazy and foggy in the morning, and then as I was walking through the forest, everything was streaming through, and it was quite photogenic. But from a walk point of view, it's basically... Where it's located, I think it's Kurong National Park, is there's orchards and farmland squeezing that national park into kind of a, an eight-figure-eight layout. And again, there's a burnt car body. And 
I don't know, it's just a collection of trails in Burnt Jarrah. I imagine it would be really nice in spring. And having walked through there on the Catamorta, actually quite enjoyed it. Seeing the orchards, you see how people are living out there and yeah. The orchards can be quite pretty in spring when they've got blossoms. Yeah, so in, when I walked to dead of winter, it was that apple trees were just dead. So it had a spooky vibe to it. Um, but one I'd probably definitely walk again just because I enjoy that area. And the Catamorta is one of those trails that long forgotten, but it's actually quite a challenge. It goes from Bickley Reservoir all the way to Mundaring. So it's a good 34 kilometers and you kind of wind up and down the hills and through different areas. And if you can find your way, it's actually a good way to spend an entire day because you actually feel like you've achieved something and gotten somewhere. And that, that's one I've been meaning to do for like three years and I just never get around to it. So and you I might have, find it this winter. You have the GPX for that, do you? Or? I do. It goes a bit wonky in places and I'm happy to provide it as I have done for many people who've emailed me. So if you are looking to do that trail, um, hit me up and I'll provide that file for you. Cool. Excellent. Uh, so we get to the bottom of the barrel, let's say, with the Channel 10 <laughs> Tower Walk. Donovan. Donovan's favourite walk in <laughs> yeah. Perth. Yeah, so th- this this is, um, when I when I talk about a scale of, you know, five star to zero star, and zero star, I'd say, and this, that's like not a walk. That's like walking through, um, you know, a garbage tip that's an active garbage Alan Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Alan Anderson. <laughs> But Channel 10 is a 0.5 star walk. <laughs> there is very little redeeming about it. It's basically just following the uh, vehicle tracks around the Channel 10 tower. Uh, when we were there, there were some really stunning burnt-out cars. I think there were two or three. There was there were piles of rubbish in the bush. Like, um, you know, like I think, I think um, tradies had just dumped their crap there. And we had the lovely sound of dirt bikes roaring through the forest as well. It has it has it all. If you if you're looking to see how low you can go, and you really want to get a scale, because I think you know you got to get the really good ones, you got to get the really bad ones, so you you really understand where things sit on that scale. And the Channel Ten Tower Walk calibrates it perfectly. I can't wait to get out there and. Yeah, I think you've made a miss out of this one that both Bonnie and I are really looking forward to doing it. I would compare this to like Marin Road where I'm going to go in with the most positive attitude ever and really highlight the good features of this walk. I I can't wait to see your 200 plus photo gallery (laughs) with like photos of wildflowers and it's looking beautiful. I'm looking forward to the burnt out cars. I like a good burnt out car. You can hop, I I like to hop inside them and pretend I'm driving and take photos. I do have like a costume of a racing car driver, so maybe I'll bring that along. Yes. Awesome. Okay. um, So Delta South Ledge, this is one of the more popular ones. Very popular. Yeah, what do you guys think of this one? Because it is also one of the longest trails that they offer. And it, it makes use of a lot of previously existent trails. Like the Windjan track is part of it, isn't it? And there's yep. bits of the Mundabidi and the Bibbleman. There's a bridal trail in there as well. Yeah. It's just like a real hodgepodge kind of area because the Dell is quite popular for mountain bikers. And you get the feeling you're just kind of weaving in and around them. Mm. And it does get really annoying trying to navigate because you're constantly looking at your phone with the map, looking for the blue markers. And if you go, what is it, clockwise from the Dell, it's not really a fantastic walk. Yeah, it's okay. 
Um, I think there's a lot better options in the area. What was a better option that someone had suggested in that area, Mark? Uh, Maybe the Golden Helena Valley Loop. Tell us all about it. (laughs) Um, No, you can go to my website and look. (laughs) Um, But it does showcase South Ledge um, quite nice. That is a really cool spot. But again, like you can just hike along the Billman as a return trip. It doesn't, you don't have to really follow Delta South Ledge for it to have a good day. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Actually, it's very popular with yoga hikers, I've noticed. They yeah. love to use the, the, the lookout. Golden lookout, yeah. Yep. I feel really bad if someone was there actually wanting to look at it. <laughs> and there's all these Pilates yoga people on there. Yep. Uh, so we'll move on to Helena Pipelines. This is one you've recently done, Don, and Bonnie, you've also done it. Yeah. What are you guys' thoughts? Because this is lower down from Mundaring We Are. Well, but- I, I liked this one. I... When I did it, it was a, quite a few years ago now, but there were lots of wildflowers. So I think that's the main reason I really like it and the main thing that stood out to me. Um, it's also worth noting, if you're looking for a good walk, you can add it on to the end of a, a walk to Rocky Pool, which is what my sister and I did. And we, that was a really good day. I've got great memories of that day. Yeah, I did it recently, and I agree. Like When I saw it, you can actually see the Rocky Pool area like that valley where the Pierce Gully or Pierce Brook goes and it looks like it would be a really nice sort of figure eight to do Uh, we did it recently and I think I had quite low expectations but I actually really enjoyed it I thought it was really quite scenic like the view of of the Helena Valley is really good as you're walking along the vehicle track and yeah it's all on vehicle tracks which is not ideal but at least the scenery is quite outstanding yeah i'd recommend that one and i also think the yeah some of the best wildflowers i've seen in the on the kalamunda hikes Mm. we didn't see any wildflowers because it was early june but it was nice to see water so because of the pipehead dam there's a bit of water there so i think that even though we had a dry autumn this and this was before all the rains came there was still water there which made it quite nice to look at Excellent. Uh, Hill Streets. This is one that only Bonnie has done. And I can't actually remember seeing this in the options, so you might have to rejig where this is. It's kind of, a, if it's if I remember correctly, because this was one that I think I've done a long time ago, and it's kind of at the back of Kalamunda. So sort of um, on, say, if you're thinking of where Rocky Pool is, I think it's like in between Kalamunda and Rocky Pool. But it's it was quite short and just through the bush. But I hope I re- I hope I'm remembering the right one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so we'll put it down on like the lower end of the Shara Kalmunda walks. I'd say so. It sounds pretty nondescript. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and everyone's favourites, Georgeson Park. So if you've hiked the first section of the Billman, you would have passed through here, as Bonnie has. But if you do the really big, well, not really big, but short loop, yep. <laughs> it's um, it's a good place to walk your dog, let's just say that. It's a good place to see dogs if you don't have a dog and you want to look at dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so like Donna. <laughs> yeah, we, we would love to have a dog, but we don't. So it's a good one to go for because you get to see dogs and they're all happy running around and mm, very and- friendly. On the old golf course, which is a, a cool feature of it, because you see these giant grass plains and jarrah trees either side. And yeah, until I found out it was a golf course, I just thought it was a natural park like that. Yeah. Um, but very cool. And yeah, as you said, lots of dogs. It kind of just loops around. Yeah. 
and it has that nice lookout over the valley that you yeah. get on the Billman as well. That I icon- the first I think it's like the first iconic view from the Bibbulmun track. Yeah, and yeah. A, a great place to catch the sunrise too. The Kalamunda Heritage Trail. So there's two of them. There's a railway one and a town one. Uh, Donovan, you've not done this, but myself and Bonnie have done this via the Oxfam Trail Walker. Yeah, because the Oxfam Trail Walker goes along the Heritage Trail just for a section. So I've done it a few times in training and on the event. And I'd say not the most interesting trail in Perth. Maybe if you just want to go for a stroll with a dog or something, yeah, it's, it's all right. But it's, it just feels like a, a town trail, the bit that I did anyway. Maybe I know it goes a lot longer. Is this the one that's in between streets? So you're on an island yes. with all the trees? Yeah, after okay. the zigzag, between the zigzag and Kalamunda. Yeah. However, that's only a small part of it. Like there's the 12-kilometre railway one as well, which I haven't done. Might do one day, maybe yeah. as a night hike or something and... <laughs> I just remember that park. as that section was just infinitely long. Like yeah, it was, yeah. felt like four hours, but really only hiking for like an hour or two. And you're just kind of waiting for it to end to get into the, the park in town. And oh, it's just, it was murder as well because it's on the hard pavement. Um, yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. So not fond memories from that one, but <laughs> it's okay. Pro- it's okay. Pro- not the best bushwalk in Perth. Yeah. And another one that you'll see if you've done the Oxfam is the Lewis Road Walk, which loops around from the bottom of Whistlepipe Gully. Um, I would say okay, but maybe a spring hike. I probably wouldn't want to do this one in autumn or winter. I really enjoyed this hike. This is one of several hikes in Shire of Kalamunda that are fantastic for sunset. So I've done several of them at sunset. Um, And because they... They're on the edge of the escarpment facing west. And you get views of the entire western sky and there's the Swan Coastal Plain and the city and the CBD. And then when the sun goes down, all the lights of the city come out. It's really good. I highly recommend not necessarily the trail itself. It's not the best trail, I guess, but really good one to do at sunset. This is one that was really popular when I released it. That's surprising. It went, it went really nuts. And a lot of it, I think, was to do with the fact that I took a lot of the photos at sunset. Oh, okay. But I don't rate it. Um, I, it just is. It feels like they've just gone, oh, here's some vehicle tracks and put markers, which yeah, is the yeah. case for a lot of trails in the area. Definitely. But it's... There's even a section just along a suburban street as well. Yeah. yeah. And it just... But to me, because Whistlepipe Gully's there, you just see such a contrast in quality because Whistlepipe Gully is probably one of the best ones. And you're doing this other walk that is longer, but longer doesn't always equal better. And this is something I learned from Shire of Kalamunda, I'll say. I agree in some ways. However, if you're going at sunset, I highly recommend it. I also think it could be good. You know, those like really like cold front days in winter when there's clouds and rain and you can see patches of rain and um, God rays coming out from the clouds. (laughs) And and I think it would be really good in the afternoon. Yeah, I agree. Um, Yeah, because it's that sandy patch that's got the great views as well. And I remember coming and we're doing the 50K Oxfam when it got cancelled, the 100K event got cancelled. And yeah, God rays coming through at sunset. It was really, really nice. Yeah. And they actually, if you go off track a little bit, there's those concrete water tanks um, towards the end. Yeah. Oh, yes. 
Um, yeah, I've got. Yeah. I think that's going to be the cover shot because I'm actually releasing this one two years after I did it on the website <laughs> um, next week. So yeah, it's um, yeah, I actually quite enjoy it. The bit that lets it down is the fact that Whistlepipe Gully is there and the yeah. road walking as well. Whistlepipe Gully is fantastic. However, I do think the Lewis Road Walk takes in more of the city Swan Coastal Plain sunset view than Whistlepipe Gully does. Yeah, so if I you're think. going at sunset or in some wild weather, maybe do Lewis Road, but any other time do Whistlepipe Gully. Mm. I think that that's probably where I don't rate it as highly because I kind of just don't care about the city Swan Coastal Plain views. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but I understand, you know, a lot of people do do enjoy that. So that's, you know, a, a benefit of the trail. Yeah. And next, what we have on the list is Lion's Lookout. Which again, another one of the great uh, Swan Coastal Plain view walks that you can get. Yeah, another really good one to do at sunset. I walked that in most recently in February. I've done that one a couple of times actually, but we got a stormy sunset with rainbows, which was really nice. And another mildly nice thing about it is you get a view of um, which dam is it? Is it Bickley? Bickley. Yeah, Bickley yeah. Dam. Um, otherwise, it's pretty nondescript. A lot of vehicle tracks. Oh, there's some beautiful wandu trees. Mm. On the way up the hill, but I, I don't love this one again yeah, because of the city yeah. views thing. But I do like the bit that's near that has the bit of the views of Bickley, and it has the heath because that heath yeah, is really I like nice in springtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I did this in spring, but it was a grey morning that I did it, um, and a lot of the track was flooded, not in big sections, but just small sections. And you really have to be careful here on the hills because yeah, some of them yeah. are quite steep and rocky. And yep. that's a common thing for all the ones on the edge of the escarpment. So Lions Lookout, Lewis Road, West Terrace Walk as well. So easy to slip. Um, every time I do those hikes, I always say, I'm not going to fall this time. And so, sometime, somehow I always do. Never had a bad injury. But just on the pea gravel on some of the really steep hills. Mm. And they can get muddy as well. Mm. Yeah, there's big puddles in this one. One of the things that you can do that's really cool is you can apparently walk from Bickley Brook to here. It's all vehicle tracks. Um, and on Walk GPS, they have a version of this that where they've combined the two together. Mm. And it's a 100% on-trail walk for Walk GPS. Yeah, that would be good in spring. Mm. In, and that's true. Actually, a lot of the ones along the edge of the escarpment are all linked together. So West Terrace, Palm Terrace. I can't remember what order they're in now. But you could make a full day walk if you wanted to which yeah. i would potentially recommend doing in spring because the wildflowers through there can be not really nice even though generally speaking they're not the best trails yeah yeah the mason bird heritage trail this is one of your favorite ones Don. yeah this is this is one that's not on their website but is marked um and it was a 1988 heritage trail that follows an old tramway that they used to use for logging. And you can see the signs are all there, but they're all in a terrible state. And this is one that Alyssa and I call the baby's grave because it goes past the ba a pioneer baby's grave. And it's, you know, it's not the best walk, but it's one that for some reason we really like. It's, it's not far to get to, you know, the Bickley parking area is not a far drive from the Swan Coastal Plain. And the, the walk is nice, especially if you do... So you can walk one way, which takes you to Victoria Dam, and then you can come back along that trail and then loop on to, back onto the Mason and Bird. So you get an, a good mix of things. Um, and if you do it in springtime, there's a lot of wildflowers. 
there's a lot of creeks flowing, a lot of wandu, so I you know really like it. And um, it's in surprisingly good condition for a trail that is not very well maintained in terms of the signage. Isn't Sometimes that- I wish I could save up my weekends from autumn and have them in spring. <laughs> yeah, me a double too. weekend. Yeah. So is this the trail from the bridge that goes over? I'm trying to remember what stream that is, Bickley Brook. I think so. It's it's the one that the Victoria Dam blocks. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it goes uphill from there. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, I've done this trail. <laughs> yeah, you did it I as part probably, of the Catamorda. Yeah, I should probably write this up. And it also forms the loop back to the Victoria Reservoir tra- Trail, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, it, it's from the old um, family walks in the Perth outdoors. Um, yeah. And is yeah, it's a favourite that I like to do. And it's a shame that it's in such poor condition. Yeah. Well, I think I actually have done some of that, but like years ago. Right. Yeah. Look forward to this one coming to life of Pisoon. <laughs> Seeing as how I've done it in full. Okay. Uh, Monday Brook, which is in a U, not an O. This one I actually quite enjoyed. I did this on a stormy February day that felt like winter. Um, so I was just happy to be out in the forest after you know a few months of summer. It's not the most entertaining in terms of things to see along the trail, but the Jarrah Forest here is actually quite nice. I will agree uh, in one spot. Yes. The, the, the green tunnel bit is really nice. Yes. Go the- before it all burns down. Yes. The rest was very standard burnt Jarrah. Uh, didn't love it, but I agree that that green corridor is really excellent. Yeah. This is actually one I got lost on. I went, didn't take a turn off, and I went to, I think it was near Dale Road. And I got to it, I was like, oh, if I walk for another 20Ks, I could be at Mount Dale. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it is. Uh, I enjoyed, it. and the green tunnel is a big feature of that. Mm. Um, so what we're talking about is basically a full drive track that's been compressed by Jarrah that's really, really thick, um, like new Jarrah that's really thick, lots of leaves at the bottom, and as you look at it, it's like a hedge drawing you towards the horizon. Mm. The bit after the green corridor is also really good because there's some. It goes into like a more open heathlands area. But the Jarrah there is massive. Like, there's huge trees there, mm. which is a real rarity in a lot of these walks in the area where scrappy Jarrah is the predominant. Yeah, this is making it sound really good. I want to go and try this walk. You should. Yeah. I think there is there's a washing machine. Oh, just after, brilliant. Yeah, there's cool. a, an abandoned washing machine just after the, the green Does it work? Tunnel. Can I do my washing on the way? Uh, you can try. <laughs> um, but this one in spring uh, apparently gets flooded just after the green tunnel because you have to cross a brook that doesn't have a bridge so it can get quite tricky i've heard uh so that moves us on to palm terrace walk which we will talk about is a missed opportunity for Agree. one for one reason <laughs> it is les Moody falls yep i both agree and disagree yeah that's one i've done relatively recently so back in april on a dark and stormy sunset and we got really good views of the sunset, saw lots of kangaroos, had a nice time. Yes, you're right. It does miss a big opportunity with Les Murdy Falls, but you can use your brain and go for a little detour and look at <laughs> Les Murdy Falls and then continue on your way. True. Um, but I think it's also a superfluous walk. I think like there's no reason for it to exist. I think yes and no. <laughs> we, we can never do with 
too many walks. Yeah, it's really good. You could the say one that thing about that, all of them, <laughs> but what I think is a bit strange is that the Palm Terrace walk is included on the Shire of Cullamunda website and on its really cool thing where it has a map that you can use. Um, but the Les Murdy Falls are not walks are not. Mm. So there's a really short but quite nice walk down past the waterfalls, which probably most people have done. And also a, a shorter loop um, just north of Les Murdy Falls, which in spring has amazing wildflowers and more views of... A lot of people. Of, oh, yeah, a lot of people on weekends. Yeah. Views of Swan Coastal Plain. Again, this is one of those that if you follow the 10 o'clock rule, you can have the waterfall to yourself if you get up nice and early. Yeah. Because I've been there early and then literally 10 o'clock, all the people came. Yeah, I think the issue with morning at Lesmerty Falls is the lighting. Yeah, it faces it, west. Yeah, yeah, it's always going to be behind or into where you're shooting. And that's the issue to get the good shots. You need to be there at sunset and that's when all the people are there. Yeah, I agree with for Lesmerty Falls. I think sunset's a really good time to be there. Yeah, I think that's if you're, if you're looking for a photo. I think if you're just going because you want to go and just have it to yourself which some people maybe don't care about. Then. Oh, no, but I've been there at sunset and it's deserted. Yeah. Um, I Just thinking every time I've been there over the years, it's usually been like a Saturday middle of the day and it's just yep. full of people. Yeah. It's kind of a nice, happy atmosphere, I guess. But And there's other waterfalls like Ellis Brook that you can go to to have to yourself. Mm. One thing I've always wanted to know is where does Les Murdy Falls get its water from? Good question. Very I've good wondered question. that too. Because you look at and the map. And Whistle Pipe Gully as well. Yeah, it goes into the suburbs. Yeah. And then there's nothing. So either the granite is like pumping, like storing water and then pumping <laughs> it back up, or someone is pumping water because. That's a really good question. I've wondered that too. It's the biggest waterfall in Perth, and it always seems to be flowing quite yeah. well. And for such a short drop vertically from where the water source would be to where it comes out, it's just weird that. And then I've wondered if it's the drains yeah. or something. But then, even if it was, then I don't know much about drains, but I would have thought it would only flow when there's like a storm. I'm gonna do a sluice post. Maybe we can do a, a podcast like a, you know, a murderer hiking mystery. Yeah, <laughs> hiking mystery one. Um, they seem to be all the rage these days. So maybe we'll find out the source of Les Murdy Falls one day. Yeah, we need to make it really dramatic and have. Yeah. But where did the water come from? <laughs> Uh, actually, maybe in like a 10-part series. <laughs> um, so from Palm Terrace, we move to Rocky Pool, which I would say is potentially the most popular of all of the Shire of Kalamunda walks. Yeah, if you don't count Les Murdy Falls, I think so. Yeah. Mm. I, I love Rocky Pool. It's one of my favourite places near Kalamunda. And there's a few walks you can do around there as well. Yep. Whether you want to do the ones defined by Shire of Kalamunda or just look at the map and choose your own adventure, they're all yeah. really good. So, I mean, Rocky Pool, um, I think, came after the fact because in the old family walks, there's a very unfamily friendly walk because it's a class five walk, which is called the uh, Pierce Gully Loop that goes around it. And that's the one that Alyssa and I tend to do because it's a little bit more substantial but also takes you to Rocky Pool. Yeah, that's a really nice walk. Again, fantastic wildflowers if you go mm. in spring. But then Rocky Pool can also be really family-friendly or in one of those walks anyone can do. If you Is it ship or skip road? Ship. Ship, ship. road. You can do the ship road walk and that's like a relatively flat vehicle track 
but for walkers only, and that takes you straight to Rocky Pool. Yeah. And then from there you can do any of the loops or make up your own walk. You could head over to Helena Pipehead Trail. Mm. It's a really good area. Although, don't always expect water in Rocky Pool. Yes, yep. especially if someone's stolen your photo for a hike. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so if you're looking at a website <laughs> and you see water in there, just yeah, don't expect it all the time. Yeah. On my old website, I specified this photo was taken in July and this photo was taken in September. But, yeah, it can be deceptive because if you go... Last time I was there actually was in February. I did a nice sunset hike or after sunset hike, night hike to Rocky Pool and it was just like a desert. Still, I thought it was still quite nice. Um, not everyone would agree. It's a lot nicer when there's some water. And also if you go in autumn, say like after the first rains, about May, I've seen it look quite a bit stagnant and gross when mm. there's not mm. a lot of water flowing. Mm. Probably the same at the end of spring, start of summer as well. But yeah, go in winter, early spring, and it's beautiful. And you can swim and splash around. Lots of moss on the granite nearby. Lovely spot. Mm. And the actual walk around isn't terribly easy there's a couple of really steep hills like mm. outrageously um eroded trails yeah <laughs> and there's like a gap in between and then you're straight back into it it's just because i went what is it clockwise so i was going down those hills but i was watching people struggle up the other side and just being like i hate this <laughs> i actually think i had this as a green trail on my website and then someone messaged like this is not a green trail <laughs> so i quickly changed it to orange yep. in my scale and i think one of the weird things about this walk is that there's it's not actually on the bibbleman and there's no sign on the bibbleman that tells you rocky pool this way yeah yeah it is it's in the guidebooks because yeah. only a couple of hundred meters off the bibbleman. exactly why can't there be a sign that says rocky pool this way you know, I think that that's a, a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Mm. We'll get Steve on to that next time. <laughs> <laughs> so from Rocky Pool, we move on to a very close hike from there, which is Ship Road, which you've already mentioned, Bonnie. Yeah, that's just another... like. So there's the Rocky... What's called the Rocky Pool Circuit. Is there another... I think there's a cu couple of circuits. There's that one, and then there's... The, well, the Ship Road, you can go up the... Oh, that's right. Yeah, the, the Ship Road... So there's the Ship Road walk or the um, Pierce... Gully Herit um, Heritage Trail or something, mm. and that's just up. You follow the vehicle track to Rocky Pool and back, which I would highly recommend if you're pushing a pram or you've got some little kids who you want to take on their first hike. That's a really good one because you end at Rocky Pool, mm. and it, it, there's really good wildflowers in winter and spring. But then the Ship Road Circuit that goes up the hill a bit, and um, that one follows the Bibbleman for a section too. It does, yeah. yeah. Again, another very nice one to do in wildflower season. And, yeah. I, and I think that the the Wandu along Ship Road is really outstanding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really yeah. beautiful. I, I agree. Um, and I'd say it's worth doing at any time of year just, just for that. Yeah. Although maybe this is better. Hikes, I've done but... it in summer and I've enjoyed it. You know, yeah. If I've... the weather's cool enough, I'll go out and do this one. I think for a vehicle track hike, it's a really good one. Agree. And the walk up the hill, you think it's Pierce Brook. I always get confused because it's not labelled anywhere. Mm. But that is a very popular area and it's that rocky climb up the hill. Yeah. And if you've got the water flowing, it's amazing. And then there's that tree over the brook um, that you can climb all over. It's just a cool area and it's probably it one is. of my favourites. 
It's also we one like one to. of my favourite short portions of the Bee Woman track, funnily mm. enough, as well. Mm. Yeah, I think Kalamunda National Park is actually really beautiful. I think so too. It's a really good park. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay, so get to one that I don't rate very highly. Neither. <laughs> um, Statham Statham's Quarry. I think it's Statham's Quarry. That's yeah. what like, I've like Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. <laughs> um, I think this is a walk they've designed around a feature rather than it being as a walk. Yeah. It's very, very compromised and away from Statham's Quarry, it's not great at all, I would say. Mm. There's, I mean, there's like ruins of an old building. Yeah. And there's the quarry and the rest of it is not great. And there's walking along a windy road. Yeah, where there's with no shoulder on it either. Yep, and blind corners. Yeah, yeah. Even just they've started developing as you get up to the top of the hill near the road. People are building houses along there, and then there's a section down the bottom where you're also walking behind someone's backyard, and it's just really awkward. Um, I think. Yeah, I think it's like quite a nice area and worth a visit, but it's one of the few places I'd say maybe it's better to visit by car, like drive your car down the, the zigzag nearby and. Stop yep. and have a mm. have a look at the quarry. I'm not saying don't do the walk. Maybe do it once in your life. Just no, to I'm see saying what it's don't about. do the walk. Yeah, because <laughs> it's also really hard to navigate as well. It's one of those walks you are constantly looking at your phone and the map to see Definitely. where you yeah. turn. Because I, I, I find think... that's true for a lot of the Shire of Kalamunda walks, though. They're not very well marked. They've got it's like laminated paper almost. Some little triangle markers and they're few mm, and far mm. between some walks it's fine like whistlepipe gully it's obvious where you go for example but then some of the other ones that are just following random vehicle tracks you really need the shire of Kalamunda maps and that's probably something we should mention is if you go to the shire of Kalamunda websites website and look up the hikes you can um, load up the maps mm. and you can download them as well the KML file. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always just gone to the website and, and used the maps on my phone just because they're there and they're easy. But, yeah, definitely if you're doing a lot of these trails, be prepared and have your phone at the ready with the maps loaded mm-hmm. because don't ex- don't expect them to be really well marked. I should point out that it's actually the city of Kalamunda. Oh, sorry. But, it is. But all the signs say Shire yeah. of Kalamunda, which is why the shorthand is that we keep referring to it as the Shire of Kalamunda. Yeah. So I think Statham's Quarry really falls down in that regard in that it's on a lot of single track and there's quite a few points where you stop and there's a fork. and like Whereas the other ones, they're just four-wheel drive tracks and you kind of get a feeling as to where they go. But this is one that I, I would say I would never do again. Yeah, I possibly would, but then maybe because my uncle lives in um, Boyer, Darlington, so I'm say if I go and visit him, I might just... Like, oh, I'll do do a walk, sure but it's not one I'd yeah. go. <laughs> not one I'd go area. out of my way to do again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the next one on the list is Victoria Reservoir. Now this is myself and Donovan, but not Bonnie. Although you've been in the area. Okay. So Bonnie thinks she's done. I think I've done it ages ago, but I'm. I don't know for sure, so I'm going to leave it. Hmm. When I was a teenager. All right. So this one <laughs> takes in Victoria Dam, both old and new. I actually don't think this is a bad walk. No. Um, it's in a really nice area. I think has potential. I like the stairs at the dam. 
Yeah, and I like the old dam wall. That's a cool feature. Very much so. Um, it was actually the first dam built in Perth hmm. and actually caused quite a few health problems because <laughs> of all the farmers upstream. <laughs> all right. Um, I think Perth went through a bit of a dysentery, dysentery phase <laughs> because of this dam. Um, so it has a checkered history, but the walk, um, yeah, it's not too bad. The first bit, if you park at the, if you get there early and you park at the gates at the top of, I think it's Mason Mill Road, you basically have to walk down the road, which isn't a great start, but then you, you know, wind and weave through the forest to the dam. And from there, it's, I think it's a great walk from there until the end. Yeah. And we tend to do it with Mason and Birds. So if you start at the at the car park at Bo- near um, Bickley Brook, and then you walk along up the hill, and then you turn right onto uh, Mason Bird Mill Road, mm. And you go past the baby's grave and then descend to the dam and then you reach the bridge that is the oldest bridge in WA and then head back towards uh, where the car park is. And that's a good, nice day walk of a reasonable length. Mm. And there is one cool spot. I think it's just uphill of the dam where you can look down the valley and then the CBD is framed at the end of the valley. I've got one shot of that, which is a portrait shot. I really need to go back and take that again. I think that would be good at sunset. I've photographed that many times, and I feel that it just never captures the feeling of yeah. actually being there. Yeah, I agree. Anything to add in your maybe recollections, <laughs> Look, I think I'd, I'm pretty sure I've done this one, but it was so long ago, I'm not going to speak, so I might embarrass myself by talking about the wrong trail. Okay. One trail that you have done is West... Terrace Walk. You've definitely done that one. So this one is on Friendly Drop Bear at the moment, if you want to search Google for it. Um, And you, again, did this at sunset. Yeah, I did several hikes at sunset this summer, and this was one of them. And I really enjoyed it. However, I don't think I would have enjoyed it so much if it wasn't sunset, especially being summer. Um, Maybe it would be okay in wildflower season. It's one that has pretty good views of the CBD and Swan Coastal Plain if you like that and really really good sunset vista there's uh, quite a like a heathy section with low vegetation facing west and you can see all the planes taking off and landing and the CBD and get good views of the sunset otherwise it's not the best trail actually one thing about walking it in summer any of these trails in summer is there's a lot of ants. So when I did that, we had some problems with the ants and um, I actually wanted to run because I was trying to outrun the ants. Um, Otherwise, it it goes along the heathy section with views and then it goes up a hill past some houses and you've got an option of going up this super steep hill. It looks almost like a cliff, except it's not. It's a road. Or you can take the easy option and turn left before it, which is what I did. And then it's just through some nice enough bushland with tall trees and whatnot. Again, another one you should have the map loaded on your phone or your GPS before you go because it's not very well marked. I think nice enough is a good way to say <laughs> Nice <that>. enough, yes. <laughs> Certainly reading your account of it and then looking at it, it doesn't look like there's much there. No, not it's really. It's just kind of a turn left onto vehicle track, go uphill, turn left yes, onto vehicle track. Yes, it's not the nicest trail. It's just one where there, there happens to be some vehicle tracks through some 
bushland that hasn't been turned into houses. And it's not the best quality bushland. It's very scrappy, um, wild oats growing everywhere. Sounds so good. But it is good for sunset. If you're looking for somewhere to view the sunset over the city, yep, it's a good one to do. But there are better places though, right? Like, I think, you know, 60 foot falls is a really nice spot. Yeah, yeah, there are better places. places. But then one thing also pointing out in this discussion that's really good about the Kalamunda walks, depending on where you live and work, you can get up there to the hills for a uh, like an after walk work or a before work work <laughs> before work walk. <laughs> Say that first bit again. <laughs> and after, after walk work. <laughs> after work walk. Okay. Well, for me anyway, because I live close to the city centre and I work in the city centre, and if I want to go for a bush walk after or before walk work. <laughs> <laughs> The Shire of Gullamunda makes sense because it's only half an hour away. Fair enough. (laughs) So we will finish with the last but very much not the least, Whistlepipe Gully. So I think this is the standard by which all of these walks get judged. And Mm. this is not by far and away the best, but it has a lot going for it. I think it's really good because it's, it's consistently good all along it. It doesn't have like some drab ugly area maybe at, at either end it's a little bit like tiny bit drab but yeah, it's acceptable i think yeah for the most yeah. part it's really nice and even at different times of year there's water flowing which isn't the case for a lot of walks mm. Mm. i consider it kind of the mini version of kitty's gorge it has a lot of the same sort of qualities that i like about kitty's gorge but in a smaller ver- compact version i would disagree i think it feels way less remote than kitty's gorge one of the things i love about kitty's gorge is you really feel like you're getting away from it all but i think in terms of the actual the actual scenery scenery yeah because i i know what you're saying um but then there are houses along kitty's gorge along gurulong there's a few but it's still to me anyway just my opinion it it feels like another world to me when i'm in yeah when you're in the main bit of kitty's gorge yeah yeah i agree Whistle Pipe Gully, it's still quite urban. There's a lot of people out there. It's a nice atmosphere. That, that lots of people walking their dogs and mm. just going for a nice stroll because it's short. It's packs a lot into a short walk. So if you're if you don't have much time or you don't want to walk very far, but you want to get some good views and nice scenery, it's a good one to do. Mm. Yeah, I'd say for me this would be one I'd put in my top ten full stop for in Perth. You put this in your top five. I did. I indeed <laughs> did do that. but um, you That know, was a while ago. That though. was a while ago. I, I definitely would say it would be in in there. You know, like even though it's a short walk, I think this is an example of quality over quantity. Like, yes, there are longer walks, but, you know, if you can get a walk that is solid over, what, 3.5Ks, mm. I'd rather that than 10Ks of boring. Yeah, I agree. I enjoy this quite a lot. And I think... We'll talk about this in the summary, but I think this is they've stumbled into it by almost dumb luck, whereas it's a very simple trail design. You go from the top of the hill down, cross the the brook or gully, and then go up again. And it's just that there's always, or most of the time, there's water flowing. There's really nice wildflowers. But at the same time, there is that section leading down to Lewis Road where that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, unless you want to start the walk there. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that they are now encouraging people to do that because I had an email that I yeah. didn't actually read properly, but <laughs> an email that said, "Oh, we've we've changed where the the walk starts." Yeah. Um, I That's think the maybe... Shire of Kalamunda walk. I've done it a, a few times, but it's the one I've done most recently, only a few weeks ago. And I generally park up the top I'd, for no good reason. Just... I think it's nicer, to be honest. I actually oh, think I... they're getting resident complaints. Yeah, because there are some signs. Oh, although, be careful, because if you put if you blindly put Whistlepipe Gully Walk into Google Maps, it takes you into a retire into a retirement <laughs> or an aged care facility. And my sister and I, when we went a few weeks ago, we did that. And, you know, with Google Maps, you're just not thinking. And she was driving, so we just put it in. And I was like, where are we going? We're <laughs> driving through, um, I, yeah, I think it was like an aged care facility. And we also saw a, uh, like three people with backpacks who looked like they were on a hike, which I very confused. <laughs> and the funny thing is when we were on the Whistlepipe Gully Walk, then we passed those people and we were like, oh, I think you put it into Google Maps as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so put Lewis Road or is it Orange Orange Road? Valley Road? Oh, Orange think, Valley Road, which yep. also is confusing because it, it is, is a yep. road, and then you turn left, and it is the same road, even though the road you were on continues on. Yep. Yep. Um, so it's not easy to find. I think you should probably park at Lewis Road, do the hard bit first, and then come back down the hill. Yeah, I prefer the other way, but because oh. I think with. All the blog posts that are out there about this, it's become quite popular and you can take your dogs there and people yeah. love that. I and think, people are doing guided walks there as well. Yeah, there's not enough room up the top and if you're, if I was a resident there, I'd get annoyed too. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So that's it. 20 walks plus Les Murdy Falls. So there's a lot there. Yep. And I'll put you both on the spot now. Top five Shire of Kalamunda walks that you've done. Whistlepipe Gully. Oh, yeah, there's a one here. Yeah, Whistlepipe Gully. Whistlepipe Gully. Um, I'll put the Pierce Gully Loop in there as a favourite. Yeah, P- Pierce Gully Loop. We didn't and talk about that one. Helena yeah, Pipehead Loop in spring. I've yeah. only ever done it Yeah, in Helena Pipehead. Or agree. actually late winter, to be honest. Um, and then I'd put, this is highly subjective, but the Lewis Road Walk, when I um, did it recently, I loved it because we had the, like a fiery red sunset. I'll put so, the mason and bird in there for me. Okay. Is that one more we need from both of you? Les Murdy Falls, but just the one that's not on the Kalamunda website. <laughs> so, yeah, Les Murdy Falls would be my, my genuine answer, but Channel 10 Tower Walk has a very <laughs> special place in my heart. Okay. Um, it's the, the negative five, you know. Okay. Like. Actually, with Channel 10 Tower, if you had an interest in radio towers, would you change your opinion? No. No? no, it's 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 not exciting. It's um, can you even get close to it? Yeah, you can see you can see it. The cover photo is a photo of the tower. <laughs> yeah, I know. you can see it from uh, was it um, Welsh Pool Road East? But on the walk, do you go near it? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you go past the fence and you get to see it. I look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of the most memorable. I'll put it that way. Is it better yeah. than the Mount Dale radio tower? No, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Just Channel Ten. Okay, How about my, you? my top five, I'm going to go Whistlepipe Gully, Rocky Pool, Les Murdy Falls, Carmel Walk, and probably Victoria Reservoir. Maybe maybe Monday Brook. I don't know. There's a lot to choose from. And there's actually one we haven't 
mention very quickly, but there's also a few sections of the Bibbulmun track that are included. And both of those I would recommend. The um, the first bit done from Kalamunda. I think that might. I think that's the Shire of Kalamunda. No, no, no it's Camel not. Farm. They do camel. Oh, Camel Farm. Okay. Actually, yeah, sorry, it is. It's um, Callum under the Camel Farm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. And then Camel Farm then, to Hewitt's Hill and back. Yeah, Camel That's Farm fine. to Hewitt's Hill. If you've got little kids, that would be a really good walk to do. Um, and Callum under to Camel Farm is just a very nice part of the Bibbulmun track. Okay, so to wrap up, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the Shower of Callum under series of hikes? I think as hikes... A lot of them are average, but really good for sunset. The ones on the edge of the Darling Scarp, like some of the best sunset walks in Perth, other than, say, along the beach. I also think kudos to City of Kalamunda for putting it all together and making their map on the website that works that you can use to follow the trails. All these trails, they're basically, most of them are just roads, vehicle tracks, cobbled together to form defined routes that you can follow. Mm. So that's the other thing about them. You can link a lot of them together. You don't have to follow the defined track that Shire of Kalamunda has called a track or called a trail. You can, you could do like a 15-kilometre, 20-kilometre loop around to see all the wildflowers. Yep, really good for wildflowers. And that's it. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of that. I think, you know, it's easy to bag out some of the lesser ones here, but... You know, I think Shire of Kalamunda or City of Kalamunda have done a good job with very... They obviously had very little money. They had just, like a, you know, a handful of, of signs to put up, basically, and that was it. And they saw that there was a shortage of hikes, and they did something about it. And their walks are not all outstanding. There are some really good ones. Like, I really love the stuff around Rocky Pool, and I really love Whistlepipe Gully. But... You know, I think that it's a nice try. It's They've yeah. done better than most city councils. Yeah, I agree. I also think, say, from the point of view of someone who lives in the local area, it's really good. If you want to go for a dog walk or just like a random walk because you have nothing to do on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, there's a very everyday nature to it that I think is, is really appealing. As, as we talked about in uh, two episodes ago about, you know, what's really popular with people and it is either the really extraordinary or the everyday. And I think that they've got a really high number of everyday walks that are very easy for people to get to. Yeah, very accessible. Good. And yeah, very easy to get to from a lot of parts of Perth if you live relatively central in Perth and you just have a spare few hours. Yeah, head up to Shire of Kalamunda and do um, Lewis Road Walk or something because it's not too far to drive to. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree with all of those points. My only criticism of them, because I granted for the the cost of putting up the website and um, creating some markers, they've done a really good job to get 20 walks out there. The person who was in charge of it probably had the ima imagination of a dead fish because all the names are... Not necessarily the trails, it's the names. It's oh, okay. Delta South Ledge is it goes from Delta South Ledge. Like the Carmel Walk is a walk in Carmel. None of them really, like, jump yeah, up and say, I really want yeah. to do it. Like, Whistlepipe Gully. A lot of them are, are named after the roads yeah. where the starting point is, and which confused me because all the ones that are terraces, in, in my mind, I think of them as, like, as terraces um, 
which sounds a lot more romantic and majestic than they actually are. Mm. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the really only gripe I have with them. It's great that we have them, and I applaud them for their effort. What would you name them instead, though? Well, I name the Golden Helena Valley Loop, which is essentially <laughs> but a Shire That's not a Shire... No, it's... Oh, is it? It is. Oh, it might it be. Potentially, it goes into Mundaring, but it could oh, be. Oh, okay. Mm. Yep. So give them, like, a fanciful name. That's that's all I'm asking. <laughs> like, Channel 10 Walk. Oh, come on. The, the Golden Helena Valley. You've just taken two walks or areas and combined them. Yeah, but it's the Golden Lookout. You, yeah. It's focusing on the Helena Valley, <laughs> and it's a loop. No, I'm it's just everything being rude. It is a good name. name. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if I was a kid, like it provide, like if I had this growing up, I would love it. And I know Brie from Nature Mondays, she grew up in this area and loves Whistlepipe Gully because it provides you access to the bush. The- Whistlepipe Gully is a good name. It is, but they didn't come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like because we had bushland around where we were as, as a kid, but it was like a drain near the high school. <laughs> Well, I grew and up we right wanted... next to King's Park, and yeah. I took well, it for granted. Go. We'd go for picnics sometimes, but I definitely didn't make the most of it. Mm. So as a kid, like you ride your bike to the start of one of these, and you can go off into the bush after school. It'd be great. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. I think the one thing I'll say on the imagination side is that if they had a bit of money, I think that these could be phenomenally better if they could just do a little bit of track work. Yeah, because a lot of them that. are in really nice areas. And some, um, you know, there's some ad hoc illegal mountain bike trails through Kalamunda National Park that go through these areas and can be used to, to make a better walk. You say that. They've done that with the Carmel Walk. Oh, have they? That is actually, a, I didn't need to reference the map that had markers everywhere and it went on single trail yeah. a lot of the time. So there's, there's, there's you know, a, a model there for something that yeah. could be done. Disuse mountain bike trails, although I had a mountain biker come screaming down the hill. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't have my headphones in. Um, so, Shire of Kalamunda, no doubt you've probably hiked a fair few of them. We encourage you to get out and hike more, especially the Channel 10 and Alan Anderson walks. <laughs> and I'd also, I would want to encourage other shires and towns of the Darling Range to take a leaf out of Town of Kalamunda's book and um, define trails like that. It's a really good idea. Well, you yep, imagine definitely. the Shire of Mundaring if they did it. They've got that entire 41 kilometer railway reserve loop that they could do trails off. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. Mm. And they've got some Wandu as well, which is superior. They do. Mundaring to York. Walk to York. Walk to York. Mm. <laughs> Okay, thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode or any other episodes of the pod, you can rate us on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Spotify, Stitcher. TuneIn. Yep, all, all the ones that Mark put us on. Yeah. Um, and if you had any ideas for future pods or any comments you wanted to make, you can email us at realtrailtalk at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks. Mm-hmm.